How did you battle that addiction? Overcome that eating disorder. That childhood pain. That relationship shattered into pieces. By the power of Christ in me. How did you overcome depression? Anxiety. Disappointment. Conflict. By not fighting flesh and blood, but the real enemy. How did you move in joy? Walk in humility. Speak kindly. Forgive those who hurt you. Believe the best. Because Jesus has set me free. Really, totally, and truly free. Jesus came so that we might have life and have it abundantly. Jesus came to set the captives free. He came for my freedom. Not just mine, but yours too. Your freedom. Your freedom. Your freedom. Because when he walked out of that grave, he did it so that you could walk out too. Now, living a healthy and whole life isn't another fitness fad or passing trend. This isn't another fitness program squeezing you into the world's mold of beauty. Bearing God's image shatters all the molds. Bearing God's image is more beautiful than anything we've ever known. Now we're inviting you to come alive. Hey, Revelation Wellness. I'm Aaron, one of the team members inviting you to deeper freedom by becoming a Revelation Wellness instructor. Our brand new platoon is forming right now with four individual training tracks for you to choose from, including our brand new training program, Live Well. Get your journey started today by swiping up on the show notes to learn which track is right for you. Because it's not about the fitness, it's about the freedom. Okay, friends, get ready to have hope stirred up because we've got a revving the word for you. As always, thanks so much for being here. Donors, thank you. It's because of you that these episodes are available. Be sure to leave us a review or an audio message because your kind words help spread the good news. Now, let's get to it. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right, friend, welcome. For the first time or welcome back, it's time to move our body. Get your good body moving any focused way you want to do that. And we're going to hear some good truth, some good words that are going to re-architect our brain, redesign that good brain so that your brain and body are in line with the good news of heaven. Thinking good things, saying good things, 
even if you don't feel good things. All right? We're going to seek the things above and not get stuck on what's going on around us. It matters. It matters. I just want to say that. Whatever you're going through, it's real. It matters. But by God's grace today, he's going to help us think higher, better. And inside that body of yours, some good chemistry is going to get churned up. You're going to leave here different. I'm excited. How about you? Come on. What we look for, we find. If we look to leave here different, we'll get it. If you're just coming here to burn a few calories, well, that's all you'll get. But I hope you'll come up higher with us. When I say us, it's me and all of heaven. Great cloud of witnesses cheering us on. Because we each have a purpose for this day. There's a goal, there's a vision, there's a mission to increase good on the earth. And I'm pretty positive that's gonna come against some hard moments, emails or texts or news today. But let's not forget the good news. All right, I'm Elisa Keaton. Welcome to Revving the Word. We have been in the book of Galatians. So moving our body, and hearing the truth of God's word, moving through the book of Galatians. We're on the final chapter, chapter six of Galatians. I don't wanna go back and reteach everything. You can do that. Go back to the previous episodes with me. It's good. This has been a good book. It's a crazy book for us to read in the time that we're living in. Okay, so let's pray. God, thank you. Come into this time. Make yourself at home. Sit down on the throne of our hearts and do not get up. And if you stand up, it's so that we close our mouths and sit down and Listen, you are God, we are not. You are Father in heaven. You made us on purpose, with a purpose, and we want to know exactly what that is, as much as we can. So we come here today simply as we can manage to know you, to be with you, and to become like you, and to do what you're doing today. Help us. Everyone say, help me, God. Help me to get this. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'm going to take it upon myself to read the entire chapter. It's 18 verses of chapter 6 in the book of Galatians. Let me read it, and we'll come back and set things up. Okay? All right. Here's what Paul says. Stay with me. Think in pictures. Think in pictures. 
see Paul addressing the people in this church. He says, brothers and sisters, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work and then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. Let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he will also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then, as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, and especially to those who are of the household of faith. See with what large letters I am writing to you with my own hand. It is those who want to make a good showing in the flesh who would force you to be circumcised and only in order that they may not be persecuted for the cross of Christ. For even those who are circumcised do not themselves keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may boast in your flesh. But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision, but a new creation. And as for all who walk by this rule, peace and mercy be upon them and upon the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you in spirit, brothers. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. As you move, get your body into a moderate intensity zone so you can feel your heart rate up. You are definitely not just moving around the house and then having a sit down for a bit. No, you're, you're continually moving. So maybe you're cleaning the house. Do it with purpose. Move in that moderate intensity. The blood flow goes up 
the oxygen consumption increases and the carbon dioxide going out, good things in, old things that we don't need out. We're stirring up our faith, friends, and it's got some feet on it. Action. All right, a little context just to remind you. This book is a great book, and if you read it in today's world without having context, you'll read it as like, yeah, those people, they're trying to get me to do those hard things and like, you know, have to actually show up for a small group and, and confess my sins to one another. Yeah, I don't need to do that. I'm free in Christ, right? It's for freedom Christ has set me free. Don't tell me what to do. Well, that's a problem. Because during this time that this book was written, you always got to read in context. The peer pressure was this. Holy people follow rules and laws in order to be appealing to God and to reach some sort of benchmark for others to achieve. That was the, the social norm then for having faith in God. Today, you flip that. The peer pressure now is to loosen up. Hey, do what you want. We're free. We're the me generation. But if you want to know if you're truly free, truly free, you have to ask this question of yourself. How do I use my freedom to serve others? Because that is the benchmark of how free you are. You're so free, you are not defined by the constructs of the world. You are so a bond servant in chains to Christ that you're receiving persecution from the world and like Paul bearing marks on his body you're saying, this is how I know I'm free. I'm gonna keep loving others. That's how free I am. I'm not free to indulge in the me. The goal is freedom, even when in chains, even when we are persecuted. The goal is freedom while we are in chains to Christ. And when we are chained to Christ, you belong to him, you will be persecuted. Let's move towards an eight. Come on. <laughs> Lift the corners of your mouth. Oh, y'all want you to just dance on the devil's head, go. Stay in eight, focused. You could do a lot less and a little more. Our key text is verse 14 to 17, where Paul says, but far be it from me to boast, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Come on. 
me ask you that question. How much does the world have a hold on you? Come on, come on. I mean, my gosh. How much time do you spend in the scroll being formed and shaped by what you see in this world? Look up, brothers and sisters. There's something better. Boast in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. Your flesh, the world, and your enemy who wants you dead is distracting you. Focus. Boast in the cross. And when you do that, you'll know, listen, neither circumcision counts for anything or uncircumcision. The only thing that counts is a new creation. And for those who walk by that rule of the Spirit, peace and mercy are upon them and with them wherever they go. As you move, I want you to see peace at your right hand, mercy at your left, and they are following you. Goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life because you put your trust in God. Try to stay in eight. If you fell off, it's okay. Just give the best you can for the remainder of this song. One minute, peace and mercy upon you. Become all flame, become a new creation. As you move, what can you do to boast in the cross, the work of Jesus Christ, boast. Use your mouth, talk to the enemy. Talk back to him, shut him up. Four. Three, two, and one. Come back to a six or seven. You can breathe through the nose. Rest your lips together. When you're an eight or higher, your mouth's breathing a little bit. Steady. Okay. Remember, circumcision. It was a legality. It was a sign of the old covenant, the Old Testament. You'll see a lot about circumcision. It was something that the people of God did to mark themselves as the people of God. Good news. We don't have to do that anymore. And all the men exhale. We don't have to do it anymore. Now listen, people still do it today to their children because it's a cleanliness thing. That's why God's people in the Old Testament, you see all these rules, he was doing it to protect them, to keep them clean and safe from disease. But it was a mark, it was a religious 
act, and we don't have to do that anymore. You are free in Christ. You are saved by grace. You can't do anything to earn it, but you can do something in response to it. But you won't respond to it until you know how saved and deeply loved you are. Paul knows this because he was killing Christians. It is the greatest 180 story. The most hateful man, he hated Christians. He was the Jew of all Jews, the religious of all religious. He had the pedigree to be the holy man. And he was so holy, quote, holy, ridding the world of filth and disgusting people who couldn't keep the law, and he's killing them. And anyone talking about Jesus, killing them, because it was an insult to everything that Paul knew. The cross is an insult to our pride. Push to an eight. Come on, y'all, this is why you have to read the Word of God not just to comfort you, which it will, but let it convict you. Let it push you around. Let it put its hands on your heart and form you. You have been cruciformed. You are no longer to circumcise, be circumcised, be cruciformed. Pull back. Verse 17, Paul says that he bears on his body the marks of Jesus. Right now, think about this. It's good context, good parallel for Paul. These people were turning back to the circumcision, to the law, because nobody was being disrupted by their law living. All right, you go ahead and go do that over there. And we'll just continue to live in idolatry and paganism over here. You keep over there like things have always been. Let's keep it that way. And so there was a sect of people drawing the people of God, the Christians, the new believers, into old laws and rules, into the construct of the world, into what's already comfortable, what's been established. Jesus come and disrupts the establishment. We are disruptors, friends. When you walk into a room, you are disrupting it because you are bringing peace and mercy into that room. You are bringing wisdom and knowledge of Jesus Christ into that room. You disrupt things. via seven, listen, push to an eight, whatever you want. If it feels like too much, come back to a seven. I just want you to focus, get on your razor's edge. I'll make this practical. 
the other day I went to a, a yoga class, a hot yoga class here in my community. <laughs> and it is not filled with a bunch of believers. It is filled whoo, with a lot of rebellious, foolish people. And I'm gonna assume the best. They don't know any better. They've never tasted anything better. And I'm about to walk in to this establishment and I bring Jesus Christ with me here. Let's go. So in my car, I say a prayer, quick prayer. God, let me be the influencer in here and not the influenced. <laughs> and that's it, God, let's go have some fun. Come on, God, let's go, come on. And so we go and I roll my mat out and I am surrounded by people that I, I don't know, maybe some of them are Christians, but I'm gonna assume the best and I'm gonna wait for my assignment. My first assignment, just be a presence of peace here. Fix your face, Elisa. You're preaching the gospel with your eyes, Elisa. <laughs> and then get ready. Oh, that woman just looked funny at me. Or she seems to be irritated by my presence. Or maybe by my conversation just to get to know her name. I'm here as an ambassador of Christ. People are not gonna like me. I'm gonna disrupt things with kindness, with interest, with curiosity. I might ask some questions. Because I am here for far more than a stretch. And when my greetings or my interest is not met in return with a kind greeting or a kind interest, it hurts a little bit. But I bear on my body the marks of Jesus Christ. You will be persecuted. Push to a nine. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Go. Come on. You don't need laws or rules. No circumcision. Bear on your body the marks of Jesus. You have loved hard and deep because you are free to use your freedom to serve others. Three, two, rest. Not too long, go, push, push. Come on, come on. Very uncomfortable, cannot do this for long. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, recover. And I mean, recover. Well done. Let it slide down. Listen, there are times we should be living a life that we go out in the world, man, and it beats us up. Y'all, 
This is true for me right now. I just sent a friend a screenshot. I have this little aura ring and it measures my stress. <laughs> and I have been in some stressful days. Stress. And I know it's because we're pushing through some hard times. Pushing through some hard times. Coming out of COVID, so many people fractured, shattered, disassociated, just flatlining, turning back to rules because they feel safe. Come on, the rule, that's what laws and rules do. They provide safety, but we were made for more. And so although my body, I am not gonna get beat. You, if you are listening to me, in a free country. First of all, can you give praise right now? And then let's turn our hearts, because I know when we have the evidence, there are people listening to this podcast right now. You're in China, here in Saudi Arabia. You could be killed for listening to this. And so brother and sister, we are here for you. We will use our freedom to serve you until you are free and then you can turn and serve others in a more freedom way. But just know, do not despise where you have been planted. There's a purpose. Christ be crucified, boast on that cross, boast on him. We have brothers and sisters who are listening who would be killed for listening who would be lacerated, who would be spit on, mocked, shamed. Come on, wake up. Come on. So, if you are so blessed to be in a free country, what are you doing each day where you can reflect on your day and know, yeah, I took one on the chin for that. That one did not feel well today. That did not hit right today. That hurt when I blessed and it wasn't returned. When I invited and no one came. Come on. Paul bears on his body the marks of Jesus. He doesn't need to cut his skin open anymore. He doesn't need to do anything to prove anything. And this is a man who's saying it, who that's all he did. That's all he ever knew. Can you imagine how much of a free fall that must feel like for Paul? Yeah. Seven, be a seven. Come on, let's get truly free. Our freedom to bear with others and their burdens to restore the rebellious with a spirit of gentleness. Come on. Not boasting in ourselves, thinking highly of ourselves. Come on. Get low. You want to go high? Go low.
be an eight. Focus, hold. You could do a little more and a lot less. If that doesn't feel good to you, if that feels like you're just following my laws and rules, stop it. <laughs> do whatever sets your heart free to worship God and bless others. Bless when you're persecuted. Bless when you get beat down. Bless. So back to my aura ring. I have had stress, stress, stress. The days just keep saying stressful day, stressful day, stressful day, stressful day. Then I get to a Saturday or a Sunday, normal day, normal day. And I'm like, oh Lord. And I know how disruptive stress is to my body, but it's a season. I have to believe it. It's a season, because I was made for this. You were made for this. Push into it, it's just a season. Paul goes on to say that, that if we don't grow weary, don't grow weary. Come on, come on. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. There's an enemy who hates those who are not giving up, but waking up. Wake up. Bear the mark of Jesus on your body. My stress bears the marks of Jesus. And I'm tired, y'all. I want to give up. I have an enemy in my head saying, listen, you're 52 years old. You've done a lot of good things. Step aside. Let someone else take it from here. You're tired. Aren't you tired, Elisa? You're tired. Come on. Pep up, soul. Bear on my body the marks of Jesus. If I'm gonna go down, going down swinging, I'd rather have 360 stressful days than 365 normal days and nothing special happen. Oh, come on. It's not the laws, do not turn back. That is the high watermark message of this book. Don't turn back to the rules and regulations and laws of the world, of your flesh. Press on. Boast in the cross of Jesus Christ by which the world has been crucified to you. It's dead to you. Seven, recover. Actively recover. Open your palms. I'm gonna be quiet. You just get the revelation and knowledge of Jesus Christ that you need based on this message.
Nice job, friend. Lift the corners of your mouth. Come on. It's good news. This is it. Overcome or be overcome. The Lord's just saying that to me over and over. Lisa, you get two, two choices. There is no third option. Overcome or be overcome. And being overcome right now would look like taking the easy road. Retirement, handing it on to someone else, giving in and saying, I didn't give up, I just gave in. Uh-uh. Come on, God, we need a grace for this moment. We're tired. And I'm gonna say that. I've been in more small groups and coaching with people. They are tired. <laughs> so tired. And they actually say to me, Elisa, I don't, I, can, I can't diet. I don't have the energy to diet. Hey, that'll preach. Anything that steals your energy and returns void, stop it. Now see, I give my energy to the gospel and it's a lot, but it always returns fruit, always. It never ceases to bear fruit. Sometimes it just takes a season, but it always does. And I always can look back and go, oh, that was worth it. Come on. What we need, friends, as we exit this book, we need a grace to reframe pain. We are so busy running from it. When Paul's saying, actually, you're gonna need to press into it. You're not gonna be well received. See, to get circumcised would be the comfortable thing to do in the time that this book was written. It doesn't disrupt the status quo. Shh, shh, go back to your laws. That's what Satan whispers. Shh, go to sleep, shh, go to sleep. Oh, it hurts so much, doesn't it? Just go to sleep. You deserve a hospital bed. Check yourself in the hospital. Shh. And listen, some of you do need a hospital bed, and that's okay. He's a good physician. But the hospital has to turn beds. Get in and get out. Give your bed to someone else. Pick up your mat and walk. You go into the hospital to receive the mercy and the peace you need, then get out. We need to reframe pain. Listen, Paul bears on his body the marks of Jesus. That means literally the flesh-breaking beatings that he endured as true persecution. I mean, I can't remember what book it is, but he talks about shipwreck 12 times. Uh, beat, he's bit by snakes. <laughs> like, he's literally, he's being put through the meat grinder, but he's already made up his mind to live as Christ and to die as gain. To live means I'm gonna get crucified. Okay, all right, I'll boast in the cross. And if I don't live, then I die, I win. I win, I win. Overcome or be overcome. If you overcome, you win. <laughs> be overcome 
and be disappointed. You were made for this moment. So here's the problem. Today, again, back to our brothers and sisters living not in a free country, they actually have to worry about this. We don't have to worry about this today, persecution. And because of that, brothers and sisters, our worship lacks, our worship lacks. We despise pain, we do everything to run from it when we need to run towards it. Because the cross boasts over the enemy in that place of pain. When we can worship, we need pain, toil, and persecution in order to know who we serve, who we stand for, what we stand for. We don't need to feel anything but God, to know his nearness in what is now a permissive society that the enemy is trying to medicate and pleasure us to sleep. What we desperately need is to reframe pain. It's here. God, help us. Help us, God. Help us to know what we need to do to turn pain on its head so we don't run from it, but walk towards it and through it like Christ did. We've got to be able to walk through it, God, with a joy set before us. The book of Hebrews tells us that for joy set before him, Jesus went to the cross. There's joy before you, friend, don't stop. Thank you, God. I could say so much more about this. And you know what, I will, over in our membership page. Listen, if you need more of this, come over there. Come over there and be with us. Galatians, this chapter, verse six says, let the one who has taught the word share all good things with the one who teaches. That means if you've received anything from me, anything from Revelation Wellness, that is good, share. Share this podcast with someone Invite someone back to the membership. Spread this gospel. Friends, I've seen the future. <laughs> Make up your mind today that you are a fire walker, that you are boasting in the cross, that pain does not get to hang on your brain and body and own you, that you might need to visit the hospital, but you are in and you are out. Stay sober. I love you all so much. Thank you for letting me train you this way. And thank you to our partners, donors, any way you have partnered with this ministry. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Peace.